0: what's up everybody it's your boy antoine tv2 the host of organized mess i am back with a brand new episode for y'all today hope everybody's having a great day today hope everybody's having a great week and i hope everybody's enjoying day day doesn't matter if you know just chilling along with family with friends bruh so each and every week i got a banger of a, of a episode for y'all and shoot i already know that most like money in the bank is coming up and we already got some heat matches for money in the bank plus with nxt at next week at nxt gold rush you know seth rollins defending his heavyweight title at, at against braun breaker at gold rush uh next week and we have another one baron corbin versus carmelo hayes for the nxt championship that should to be a banger match but man each and every podcast Each and every podcast episode is a banger. Every episode, and do I really need to tell you what you guys need to do? Grab your popcorn, grab your drinks, go sit comfortable somewhere comfortable on a couch or something like that, and let's get right in today's episode. So, first one I want to talk about my girl Zelina Vega. Right now, Zelina Vega is doing wonderful. She is doing wonderful as a wrestler and honestly just take like taking over with LWO and it's and I love it I love it. and in my opinion in my opinion since Money in the Bank is coming up and now, and now that she has qualified to become you know to be in the midst in in the Money in the Bank women's ladder match I feel like Zena Vega should win she should win Money in the Bank for the year since last year to this year from what she has have I feel like she's elevated herself and I feel like she she deserves a championship run like on oh, god like people be like oh no she's bland she's you know she ain't really as good as she used to be but on oh, god bro, like she she wrestled a lot but she like but now that she's you know exploring the element because before nxt she was like she never really wrestled like that because she was always andrade's manager and now that you know 2022 and now going into like obviously we're halfway through 2023 she's doing better wrestling wise obviously she's great on the mic don't get me wrong but wrestling wise she's really fucking good really in my opinion really good she can actually wrestle compared to some people on the fucking list like come on now but in my mind i feel like zelina vega is one at the top of her game at right now and i feel like she should win money in the bank there's only like two people in in that in that um in that match that I feel like we either went either Io Sky or Zelina Vega and I really picked Zelina Vega because one like I said she's at the top of her game and she has been on fire as of lately bro because one she had a lot of great matches has been in a lot of great storylines on 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 SmackDown plus she competed for the SmackDown Women's Championship at Backlash not not too long ago and that was fire Backlash in Puerto Rico the standing ovation she got. Oh my god, bro. That shit was fire. When she came out, dripped all the entire Puerto Rican flag. Then she had like a Puerto Rican like look like like a whole Puerto Rican flag like attached to the back of her and bro. You cannot tell me, bro. The standing ovation she got when her entrance came, when when her entrance was, when her entrance came on. Bro, you cannot tell me, bro. She deserves to have a, a championship one a war like a women's championship run like she does deserve one like on top of that she's coming off of her win uh against lacey evans and she qualified the money in the bank ladder match bro because if we have like, <sighs> <sighs> like i gotta i don't know bro she she's she's doing a lot she's doing a lot and is do, doing great bro and obviously if you remember obviously uh zelina vega and, uh, debuted on NXT during like 2017, right? And obviously at that time, she was a heel, but she was a uh, manager for Andrade. And obviously, over time, she, you know, they had the Queen of the Ring. If y'all were, don't, I probably, I, I don't think y'all remember Queen of the Ring when they had the first ever Queen of the Ring and Zina Vega. And once she stepped up on the main roster around like, what, 2021 20, or so like that? Like, she became, what, Queen of the Ring, which, honestly, they, I haven't seen it since then, which, they, they, they should do Queen of the Ring, bruh. They need to do Queen of the Ring, like, oh, God, because it's, it's been a minute since we've seen Queen of the Ring. <laughs> like, I understand, like, you know, they like, yo, you're happy because, bruh, finally women can get, you know, something like that. And then when Zina Vega first got it, I was when Zina Vega won it, I was like, eh. But after a while, I saw how Zina Vega got better over time and actually put in the work to do a lot better. And at that point, including now, Zina Vega has grown on me and she showed why she deserves to be in WWE. Like, even to be neglected, you know, she was just looked at as like, I won't say neglected, but she just looked at as Andre uh, Andrade's manager for since 2017 so my boy Andre to like uh, like Andre uh I'm sorry not Andre Andrade, you know left WWE to join AEW and you know she obviously was on her own ever since but she held up her own and I remember like when she was the first uh queen of the like first ever queen on the ring like she basically can show like she basically showed the world that yo I can get the job done as a single competitor like it doesn't doesn't matter who you put in my way i can do it and then after that she you know she had success because she became a women's tag team champion with uh carmela and in 2021 and ever since then it's it's been it's been good it's been great for her obviously i know that uh like i remember in uh what is it in in recent years she did team up with uh like uh, what I think it was uh, legend Legado. I don't know how you pronounce the first first part, but Legendado del Fantasma in NXT, and obviously it gained popularity after a while, and then you know now they're aligning themselves with Rey Mysterio, which re like they reincarnated and remade the new version, the modern version of LWO, and have, like teaming up with Cent, Santo Escobar and. And now you see how that faction is and chef's just I love that faction. I do like, and there's like, think about it. Like there's so much factions in WWE now. Like obviously there in back, you know, way back when there was factions, there's, there's a good amount of them, but not, but not as like amount of faction that we have today, bro. Like there's so much factions we got, bro. So much. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if they feel like it, They can make, they can redo uh, an NWO uh, faction. They can do a modern version of the NWO. Like, I wouldn't be mad at it. Shoot, you know how fire that faction would be? Or like a reincarnation of a modern day NWO? Bruh, fire. (laughs) Fire. That would be like a fire, fire faction. But I know... um but yeah, like, but yeah, going back to what I was saying, um, obviously when Vega, when, uh, Zelina Vega, sh- like, uh, challenged Rhea Ripley to, um, to a match at Backlash to beat her for a SmackDown women's, uh, title, I was like, look, I love, I know Zelina Vega's getting better over time, but I just knew that she was not going to beat Rhea. Let's be completely honest, bro. Like, we, we we all knew in that match, like, okay, Rhea versus Zelina, it's gonna be an entertaining match. But we all know that Zelina was either gonna get A squashed or B, they were gonna put up a good match, but we already knew at the end that Rhea Ripley was gonna retain regardless. Like it was it was too easy. Like, come on, bruh. It was too motherfucking easy. And like thinking about it now that like as I previously stated, obviously she Qualify for the money in the bank match. So this will obviously set her up to be, you know, to see what she can do to like You know elevate herself in That type of atmosphere because I mean, yes, she's like I said, she was queen of the ring She was former uh, Women's tag team champion You know, she's in a fire faction LWO She can actually wrestle and on top of that, she's now in the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. So honestly, I feel like she will. Obviously, she'll hold her own. She'll do great. She'll perform well. And like I said, and there's only two people I feel like they should that should win this match. Because so obviously, um, Bailey's in this match. I know she's not gonna win. Zoe Stark is gonna go straight after. Um, straight after. Uh, Becky. So there. That's that's it for them right there. And then the last two. Uh, for right now, today so they add some like one more in here uh, in that match, um, it's either EO Sky or Zelina Vega because those are two. Those are the two fan favorites of. Those are the two fan favorites of the match uh, of that match at the like at the moment. So, and obviously now that she has qualified for Money in the Bank, obviously there's a few there's a lot of big things coming in her view, uh, future. Obviously that she um obviously with uh, vega she shows great ability to get over as a babyface. um she has good receptions from the audiences and like on recent smackdown shows and even like yes she has achieved a lot in the wwe but the only thing that she's really missing in her run is a singles championship like for real that's that's all she needs she needs to be you know wwe women's champion or world heavyweight champion to solidify herself and be like okay i've done this because obviously if we take a look back at you know some of the women that was like the underdog for a minute like Liv morgan for example one she she what she she won miss money in the bank right same night she cashed in on ronda rousey and won the smackdown women's title and then and then after that, she became a two-time, I think she became like a, yeah, she became a two-time women's champion. So, two-time, sorry, 2 times tag, sorry, two-time women's tag team champion, sorry, to be more specific. And, yeah, all she really needs is, the you know, the, you know, the, well, now, which is, used to be the raw women's championship. All she really needs now is the women's heavyweight championship. And bam, there you go. That she technically won all titles. <laughs> she technically won all titles in the in the WWE on the women's division. So that's all she really needs. But like Selena Vegas, she's like, she's complete underdog. Like complete, complete underdog. I don't I don't know like who's more underdog between Liv and Selena. But I really feel like Zelina is like the more underdog in this situation than, you know, Liv. Because, one, I I one, I one pick Zelina over Liv because Zelina can actually fucking wrestle. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Liv can't wrestle. It's just that sometimes she's boring compared to Zelina. Zelina's actually, you know, she looks pretty good in the ring. She can actually, you know, sell some moves. Same thing goes for Liv, but sometimes her style is just boring. I'm not going to lie. She's kind of like... Boring in the ring, and some from time to time. But that's just me. But I know that you know the body of like of you know the the work. I won't say the workforce but more like the the how how's the, how, uh Vega has accumulated shows over time, and be like, bro, like I'm like the most underdog woman in this either Raw or SmackDown women's locker room, and she gets looked at over everybody else. Like, obviously, you know, people like women that have amazing runs, amazing run in WWE, like fucking Bianca Belair, Becky, like, um, <clears throat> what is it? Charlotte, Rhea right now. Um, And there's like so much other women that has held a world title before besides, you know, Zelina and obviously some of them from coming from nxt some of them coming from the main roster but i really feel like Zelina vega can in my mind win like and become miss money in the bank just just give her one all she needs is one shot one time and she will impress y'all People will be like people that said oh like eh, like Zelina's mid she can eh, she's not that good all right, if she wins Money in the Bank, watch y'all turn and be like, oh, yeah, she's fucking great. Oh, yeah, bro, she's great. Like, I love how she... Bro, you were just... You just hated Zelina, bro. You just said that she was mid. She's not a great wrestler. But now you want to go on the bandwagon because she won Miss Money in the Bank and you want to go on the bandwagon like, bro, like, just stop. Like, bro, she... Just stop, bro. She, she's been that girl. She's an underdog for a long time. Don't get me wrong. But she has made herself better she showed the world why she should become us like a world champion like a women's world champion because look her stuff like mic skills great in ring great can like sell like it's nothing great and obviously the now that she's with lwo Oh, huh. uh, that's all I got to say, bro. Like, oh, God. Like, that silence was all I got to say, bro. Zelina can win. Zelina can win Miss money in the bank, bro. She can win this money in the bank. And, she, like, I I just, I really wanted to get a a, a a, single shot. Like, a single shot. Doesn't matter if you cash in on Rhea. Doesn't matter if you cash in on Asuka or Charlotte. It, it, it doesn't matter. But... I will say, Vega. As soon as you cash in, watch. Like, right, and you win, and you win the title. Watch your back, woman, because also we already know how Rhea is. Rhea squashed you once. Rhea can squash you again. Oscar probably never really had that much running with Oscar. Asuka, so Oscar, Asuka, yeah. Charlotte, she will give you a run for your fucking money. I tell you that, especially with that figure eight lock in submission. Bruh, just watch her back, bro. Vega, watch her back. But me, that's that's. But honestly, that's my opinion on why I feel like Vega should win, um, the Money in the Bank briefcase. And like I said, she's the most underdog women's wrestler on the roster right now. So, man, I'm just I'm just saying, bro. Give her give her a chance, bro. Give her a chance because she has a lot to give to this. She has a lot to give to the women's division and. It would suck to see her not get the credit that she deserves because it's been a long time She she has won a title. So, get like, do the right thing and give this woman what she needs. All right, so in other news, obviously, we have two brand new women's titles. Obviously, last week, Asuka got the brand new women's championship. And, obviously, this past Monday Night on Raw... Real Ripley had the new Women's World Heavyweight Championship. And, obviously, it's copy and paste. We all, I've I seen it. i kind of seen this coming already. Um, y'all probably seen this coming. And people's going to be like, oh, my God, we're going to get some new titles. We're going to get some brand new, fresh titles. Like, it's going to be, nah, bro. Like, you already know what's going to happen. I was like, obviously, it was going to be a copy and paste. The only thing that's different, white strap." That's the only thing different, bro. White strap to, you know, to legitify women, black stripe to legit, to uh to legitify men. Like it's kind of simple. It's kind of written out in plain sight. People's like, bruh, yo, like what's wrong with WWE's creativity, man? They're not creative no more." Uh duh. They kind of stopped being creative when they kind of made that, you know, when uh, they came out with that first WWE title back in 2012, when The Rock beat CM Punk and ended his 434-day like um, title, like WWE title reign, like come on man, like obviously when I first saw the title, I really liked it. It was it was new, it was modern, you know, and it just looked nice though. It looked nice. But obviously, after like like I told, like I said in a, like in the past in my past uh podcast episode that after like literally it's literally been they've been doing the same type of shape title for who knows how long. Besides, you know the new heavyweight championship. That's like a different topic, though. But they've been doing the same title for since 2013, except that you know obviously. They did the same title design for since 24 uh since 2013 and then obviously they had the same logo since 2014. so look the the reason why they don't you know they don't feel like making like a brand brand new title because one marketing two investors three don't, actually, I don't know what number three is. It's probably just mostly marketing, money, and investors. That's the only reason why, you know, they do the same title every single time. Because, one, you, you got to remember, it's WWE. You can't expect a lot from a wrestling company that's been around for ages. And I mean ages. You can't expect nothing better. Only, like, maybe, like, storyline-wise, story yes. But titles-wise, bruh. They've been sucking doing t- they they sucked that title since 2014. 2013 was actually acceptable because it looked nice. Cause it was it was moving into the modern day era, but we didn't know obviously at that time that they were gonna just stick to the same title over and over and over for the last fucking almost what? Like almost ten ten years. A decade, like almost like ten years plus or eleven years from now, I have no idea now, but I'm just letting you know, like right now, man, like it's it's, it's obvious, like they're not going to change the style, they're not going to do anything, unless if they have a unless they have a person back like there that that's really great and I like, can do like a different title for each person, like obviously you can keep you can keep the title for the men but for the women you can change it up and do a different style which is understandable but when it comes to creativity for titles it's not it's obviously creativity from back then till now it's not you know obviously two different era two different eras two different you know you know we have ruthless aggression ruthless aggression plus um attitude era versus the pg and modern era like come on now it's it's kind of in plain sight that they're just not going to change the title anytime soon. Unless someone in the back from, from like either whoever whoever designs the titles and stuff can actually make a great design of a fucking title. But until then, they're going to do the same shit over and over and over until something comes up with something better and probably makes t- different titles for, you know, you know, for different, actually different shape type titles because obviously if we, if you we got to go back to like the the spinning you know the, the in this like spinning type title that John Cena had in 06 and with it nothing has changed from 06 to 2013 they had that same title for a long ass time and it and obviously designing a new title obviously is a lot of work it's a lot of effort a lot of you know it, it's gonna have to take you like obviously you know a couple years just to get you know a drawing like a model title like a drawing of a title that maybe like the higher ups like like everybody will like including like some of the like you know the writers the the higher ups the designers what they like if it depends on if they all like it and obviously if the once they gotta get approved they gotta make it and obviously the making time takes a lot. And then you got to get the plates and the custom plates to get your name and blah, 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 blah. So I understand there's a lot of work to be done when it comes to designing a title because it's not it's not easy. People was. Oh, yeah, I could design a title. But if you could design a title, I wanted. want to. If you guys think like if you guys think like, oh, there, I can make a better title, blah, blah, blah. If you guys think you can make a better title that will destroy the new heavyweight title. And obviously, the universal title get like come up with something that not, that one everybody will love, and two, it won't suck when it first like releases. Like the universal title, like, <laughs> cause that shit was atrocious. That universal title was god fucking awful when it first debuted. You know and I mean, ugh, and bruh, it just no, just get that shit out of it. That shit was fucking god awful. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, like same title. Just an all-red strap just to just to be like, oh yeah, universal title. Secondary title, but universal title. And that shit was ugly. Blue. A little bit better, still ugly. WWE title. Never really went away. Just the same fucking design since 2013. So like you you gotta you gotta give credit where credit's due. I understand that, you know obviously the world heavyweight title is better than sorry the women's and the men's world heavyweight title is better than the women's and the men's you know titles for smackdown is better than the undisputed title the the men's world heavyweight title is better than the undisputed uh you know championship and obviously the women's world heavyweight championship is better than the WWE women's world championship obviously but i will give them this White straps on the world heavyweight title looks pretty good. I can't really complain about them titles. The white strap kind of makes it a little bit better. Black stripe like undisputed title. Ugh, terrible. It looks like shit like Look, you know what's funny? Like you know you know, like just thinking about, you know what's funny? If you compare the 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 new women's world championship that Oscar has to to Roman Reigns undisputed championship. The white one looks better than the black one. Like, it honestly does. Like, one, the plate actually looks like gold. And two, it looks better with like a white stripe. Like, like a white, like a white, like a, a white stripe. That, come on now. Like, if you gotta compare just the, like, the back plate alone, like, while Roman looks mustard, Asuka looks actually fucking gold. Like, bruh. And in every angle, it looks gold maybe like a little bit of a lighter gold, but it looks at least somewhat gold. Roman Reigns in different angles, it looks either mustard or gold. And it doesn't really make sense. Don't know why, but it just doesn't make sense. And then with Rhea and then with Rear Ripley and Seth Rollins title, same title, just different strap. That's it. But they both look pretty good for world titles. Like obviously it's a recreation of a 20, of the uh the world have the old the big goldie belt, which is nothing wrong with the big goldie belt. And there's nothing wrong with the new with the new World Heavyweight Championship. In my opinion, I feel like the World Heavyweight Championship for both women and men is better. And like I said, SmackDown women's title, like both the SmackDown titles for Oscar and and Roman Reigns, like on God. Like, I'm just I'm just letting you know, just you you can't expect a lot when it comes to creativity wise, like titles in the WWE. Like, Yes. You figure I have to go back down the timeline, though, you know, obviously the WWE title was, you know, unique at its at one, you know, at the time. You know, the new version of the titles was unique at the time, and it actually looked pretty nice. And obviously, after a while, we got, you know, the NXT title when it was, remember, because you remember how that big X, it was like NXT in huge letters, and he had the huge ass X in the middle. And now they change it to like, kind of like a better, a better version of the NXT Championship, which honestly, I prefer the new version, like NXT Championship 2.0 versus, you know, that the first NXT title belt, honestly, even though the first NXT title belt is iconic, but still, in my opinion, you know, second, the, the you know, the second, uh the redesign for the NXT belt is actually the best one that I feel like it's the best one to me. And then, obviously, we had the cruiserweight belt. That was a unique shape of a belt. And I honestly, I really like the cruiserweight belt. I really did. They didn't have no problem with it. Twenty-four-seven title belt, ugly as fuck. Green, gold, ugly as fuck. Don't don't know why that shit existed. Same thing goes for the women. Women version fires well too. I really like it. Um, obviously, and the NXT tag team titles. The new ones look very look look very great. Look, they look better than the old ones in my opinion. Obviously, North American title always a solidity, solid. Uh, a, sorry, I can't even say the word. But a great mid-card title is what I'm trying to say. Great mid-card title. Looks really fucking nice, honestly. Basically, in a way, like, you know, kind of like a, you know, what i say, it's better than the United States Championship? No, but it's really it's really good. It's a mid-card title on the NXT brand. And then obviously, in my opinion, the best titles on, like, in WWE that had the best creativity of all time, plus you know, was the last belt to have a creative side, the NXT UK titles, both men and women and tag team titles. They all look good. All of them. Like, that was, like, the most designed UK or most designed WWE title of all time. Because, I mean, yes, every, every like, you know, main roster title was basic. I mean, inc- not including the, the white strap, um, Intercontinental title or the the now um, WWE uh, United States Championship, those two have a different category on their own because those two look alright was was good. Like not so much as new Intercontinental title, it, it's okay it's still. Could they could do better, but it's okay in my opinion. But honestly, the last creative title in WWE was the NXT. UK Championship. Those was Chef's kiss, godly. Those look fucking clean as hell, and I love them two titles. no, no other title in this, in this like generation now can top those two titles. I'm sorry, like no, no titles, no no main roster titles except for the my like, except for the World Heavyweight Championship can top that you know the nxt uk titles like on god and it it sucks to say but the world heavyweight championship i i love it obviously better title than oscars and and roman Reigns' titles but like i said uk title takes the fucking cake when it comes to creativities and then obviously right under that would be the world heavyweight championship that would be second second best but i'm just i'm just letting you know right now nothing can be in this modern era no title not even the world heavyweight championship for both the women and the men for Rhea and seth can beat the uk titles i'm sorry bro that is that just blows it out the water the title design how pristine it looked the people that held them that made it look great you bro no one no, like no title can beat that. No other title in this generation can beat that one title that was debuted in NXT UK in 2017. None, nothing. Even like he, the the world heavyweight title, yes, does come close, but <laughs> NXT UK by far, yes, Chef's Kiss, best title of all time. But I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I'm just, just like going back to my point. I'm just letting you know. Creativity is. It's just like not there for anymore in the WWE. You just gotta remember marketing and what drives people to the company. And obviously, I wouldn't like. Obviously, would I care? I, like about holding the title. Yeah, I mean, yes, I would. I would hold. Sorry, I would buy and literally have a collection of every single title that WWE in the modern era that in the modern era that has made. I would get except for the 27 7 title that shit was fucking god awful ugly ugly as fuck and off the universe title when it was red that's the only two titles i probably won't like actually have a collection of and, or if i had a collection like those are the two titles that i wouldn't really buy but every other title in that you know from 2014 you know to now i would definitely buy because one it looks nice and two, like I mean, some stuff they could do better, but you know, it's WWE at the end of the day. You gotta remember, they ain't gonna leave, They ain't gonna fucking make a new tile just to, you know, you know, just to be like, oh yeah, we made a new tiles, We threw the other one away. Nah, they not, they not gonna do that, bro. You get what you get. Don't be upset if you're upset. Oh well, that's kind of a you problem at the end of the day when it comes to titles. Just telling the truth. But next one I want to talk about on the list, though. Gunther has been Intercontinental Champion for the over a year now and has done a great, excellent job as I IC, IC champion. And obviously, like I said, he's gonna break that title when it hits September. But who, in my mind, do I feel do I feel like should beat Gunther for the IC title? And there's many, many, many people I feel like could beat Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. Many people. Sheamus, um, Drew McIntyre, Dragonoff, Tyler Bate, Butch, aka Pete Dunn. There's there's many, many people I feel like should, you know, should beat should beat Gunther because like Gunther is just like a Gunther's just like a talent that we have, have never have not how I say never seen, but we just have never witnessed like that. Because like, yes, people followed NXT UK, but people never really follow NXT UK like that. They weren't fully invest in Walter like how they are like or sorry, Gunther like they are now. Because Walt like Gunther in, in the UK dominated. The UK, I mean, dominated every single opponent. Every single opponent in the UK and did wonderful, bruh. Held the NXT UK title for over 870 fucking days, bro. And had banger matches. Banger matches with Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, off, And, bruh, and just... <clears throat> and just did wonderful, bruh. Wonderful. And I remember, I think, I don't remember what other match he had a, uh, I don't remember who else he defended the title against. I think it's mainly them. I knew that, but I don't, I don't really remember um, what other people he defended that title to because I remember that he lost it to Dragunov at NXT TakeOver in New York at, uh NXT uh yeah takeover in New York uh, in 2020 um in twenty I think it was like twenty nineteen I think it was yeah in twenty nineteen so yeah he had like I said he held that title for a long time long fucking long fucking time 870 days insane though to hold a title too and now coming on like the main roster and dominating the main roster and you know, like just whooping everybody from Ricochet to Mustafa Ali to Sheamus twice to Drew McIntyre, like everybody that he has like completely destroyed, even Rey Mysterio as well too. Like no one can keep this man down at all, like no one. And it's kind of hard to tell, it's kind of hard to say who can like, the this man because like i said like there's a lot of great people that held the title before him and after him like Tyler Bay I remember he was the first NXT like if we got to go back Tyler Bay was the first NXT UK champion he held the uh NXT UK championship for 125 days and then right after that um Pete Dunne took the title from him um at a NXT Takeover in Chicago in, uh in 20 in may of 2017 and he held the title for uh 685 days and then after that uh walt walter aka gunther came in and uh april of 2019 in new york and beat uh pete like uh butch pete like pete dunn aka butch for. The UK championship in Brooklyn, New York at that time and held the title for 870 fucking days, which is insane, by the way, to be a dominant force and held that championship for 870 days. And by the way, this man had banger matches every single time he held that like every every, like since he held that title, bro, when he held that title for 870 days, banger matches bro banger matches and you cannot tell me bro you cannot tell me that dude you cannot tell me that fucking walter is that is him at that time walter was him now walter is still him he is him he has always been him Walt, like gunther has never left being him dude is him and then i know that after um after he held that he had the 870 day title reign obviously had a banger he had a banger of a match when it was pandemic and he lost um was he lost the title at um at takeover 36 obviously in orlando florida because obviously pandemic and That's the last time I think. That's the last time they had takeovers too. If if I um, if I can think like if I I can truly think, I think that's the last time they had like an actual fucking takeover, an NXT takeover. And then obviously Dragonoff held the title for three hundred and nineteen days before it got vacated because I think because of an injury or something like that. I don't really don't remember. And then um, Tyler. Uh, Tyler picked it up and held, and he was the last person to hold the NXT UK Championship, and that was in London, England, and then after that, Braun Breaker was the last person to technically hold that title and then retire it because of, you know, what they're doing with NXT uh, sooner or sometime later this year or probably next year. Um, with NXT Europe on, like, literally on the line and coming to NXT. I don't know when, but it's gonna happen soon, though. But, yo, there's, like I said, there's many people that can dethrone Gunther and have banger matches with Gunther. And the same thing goes for the main roster. They have banger matches with, like, you know, with Gunther, but not as good as, you know, like the black and gold NXT. NXT wrestlers like, like I said, like, um, Butch, aka Pete Dunn, like Dragunov, like Tyler Bate. Like, there's so much, like, imagine, like, imagine, like, imagine this happened. Like, obviously, you don't know who can dethrone Gunther because Gunther already whooped everybody on the, like, I won't say whooped everybody on the main roster, but he whooped a lot of people too, man. I can even put Chad Gable in there, bro, because honestly, In my opinion, I in in a way, I really feel like Chad Gable can whoop Gunther, but at the same time, it's gonna take him a minute. Like, it's gonna take him a minute to like to beat Gunther. Because, like, honestly, this is this is what you should do. Have all like your best people like and you know, in the ring, and then do a ladder match for the Intercontinental title. Like, oh god, I'm serious. Do a ladder match for the intercontinental title. Have Chad Gable, Dragunov, Bate, Butch, and for shits and Google's add in Ricochet. Because obviously that's the person who he defeated to become an intercontinental champion. And watch. And bro, you know how banger for Max that would be? Literally, you have one, all all former NXT UK champions in the same ring with with uh with gunther and then we have the underdog of on like the like the most underdog wrestler on the men's roster chad gable plus you know the super flyer ricochet and Gunther, bro you know how great that match would be bro that match would be so fucking amazing like because there's, like I said, there's so much people out there that have that can work hard and can whoop Gunther. But Gunther's obviously too powerful. Way too powerful. And it's kind of hard to dim it down just to one person that will obviously beat Gunther. But, like I said, in my opinion, the people that will probably, that I feel like should dethrone Gunther, is either Chad Gable, Sheamus, Bait, um, Butch. Or Drew McIntyre, literally. That's that's your best bet. Like I can't just dumb it down to one person, man. Because obviously all those people deserve, uh, you know, to beat Gunther. Especially try to get they won. Especially the NXT Gold. Especially the NXT UK people that that's obviously faced Gunther before. Plus Chad Gable in that match would be fire. <laughs> not, not to mention. Seamus needs, I feel like needs to win it be, to become a Grand Slam champion. Drew McIntyre needs a title run because haven't had a title run since who knows how long. But dude, just make it happen. Just make a match where you have all the people that I just list off and do a ladder match for the title. And I swear to God, I swear to fucking God, I wouldn't be mad with any of those options. I wouldn't mad if, Shayna, if Sheamus if it. wanted. I wouldn't be mad if, uh, if uh, Chad Gable won it. I wouldn't be mad if Drew McIntyre won it. I wouldn't be mad if Tyler Bate or or Dragunov won it or Butch. I, I wouldn't be mad because, one, they're all fire-ass wrestlers. They can all do great in the ring. And with Gunther, they make it's a five-star match. If you have a great opponent plus a great champion, Five star match each and every time when it comes to Gunther. He does not disappoint when it comes to Intercontinental Championship or when he was NXT UK champion way back when. It doesn't matter. Like, honestly, they could keep the they could keep the Intercontinental title on Gunther forever. And then if he wants to drop it at WrestleMania sometime next year or another pay-per-view, I wouldn't be upset, but I'm just letting you know that man is probably obviously gonna break that record first and then give up the title that's 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 what's gonna happen he's going he's gonna break the record first in September then when he breaks that record then he's going to solidify himself as the greatest intercontinental champion of all time and then after that he can drop it to whoever um whoever's either facing him like either Seamus or Chad or something along that line I don't care but right now Gunther is unbeatable and that is a fact all right, so obviously this past Monday night on Raw, there was a match that was now official. Dominic Mysterio versus Cody Rose at Money in the Bank. And don't get me wrong, I'm all for it. Like, biggest baby face in, in the company versus the biggest hated heel in the company right now. And I love that. I really love that, 100%. And I know that Cody Rhodes' next match and last match against Brock Lesnar is going to be at SummerSlam with a stipulation on the line, which I don't know what the stipulation is. But honestly, I feel like this is going to be a banger for a match. But honestly, I really like, I really feel like Cody needs to lose this match. And y'all be and y'all, some of y'all probably now think like, bro, why did Cody need to like lose this match? He needs to win, he needs to beat Dominic. I'm like, yes, I understand that. He will he probably should beat Dominic. Because, obviously, because how Dominic is right now. But, I honestly do really, really feel that Dominic should be the one to beat Cody Rhodes. I say that because, one, obviously, I feel like Brock is going to come in, distract Cody, or do some shit to Cody... And then Dominic Mysterio is gonna see it capitalize on it and then win. Uh yeah, that's that's why I feel like that's gonna happen. I honestly truly feel like Brock Lesnar will come back and cause Cody Rhodes the W and have Rey, and have Dominic Mysterio pin and beat Cody Rhodes. And then obviously that will solidify and set up Cody Rhodes next like last match. With Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam in Detroit, but uh, why do I feel like why do I feel like uh, Dominic should beat should be Cody Rhodes? Honestly, one biggest heel at right now in WWE. Like every time this man opens his mouth, it's just straight booze. Man can't even get off a sentence. Everybody just booing this dude. His music video, he like not his nice music video. His music dance doesn't even hit when he even comes out, and it's just straight boo. But they just boo this man to oblivion. Doesn't matter if he's alone with Judgment Day, without Judgment Day, just with mommy, nigga gets booed just a lot. Even before he even says anything on the mic, dude gets booed. Even if you even say like a couple sentences, this dude gets booed. Even if you say a couple of words, this man gets booed. Like, like he is the biggest hated heel in WWE right now and. And for the biggest heel right now in WWE to pin the biggest babyface in WWE and win the match, you know how much more hate this dude will get when he beats and pins Cody Rhodes. Like, oh my gosh, bro! Like, it's just thinking about it, bro. Like, obviously, Cody's already set up to win. You hear Brock Lesnar music, Brock Lesnar music hits, and then obviously. Brock Lesnar does something causes Cody to get distracted. Dominic Mysterio capitalizes it, hits the 619 and hits the Frog Splash on Cody Rhodes to roll up for the 1 2 3 and Cody sorry, and Cody loses to Dominic and Dominic can say, I beat the American Nightmare. I beat the biggest babyface in WWE. Obviously, probably either with the help of either mommy or the help of or, or either the help of Brock Lesnar. That's that's what's gonna happen. And watch the booze settle in. The these niggas will hate the fuck out of Dom. And I mean they'll hate the fuck out of this nigga too. <laughs> like I I wouldn't be surprised like at all. <laughs> but I would love to see it though. Why I'll love to see it. Why why you think I love to see it, bruh? I love how they're doing. How I love how they're treating Dom right now. I love what they're doing with Dom right now, and it just fits him perfectly. From ever since that that he did um, that low blow to Edge, and that cross, and that you know that cross line of fucking his dad, Rey Mysterio, bro, that solidified him to the very top of being the like the best. Heel in WB right now. The most hated slash best heel in WB right now. Like I said, even better than Roman Reigns. Better than Roman Reigns, bro. To have to, to have him get booed like that. Hated without even saying like hated without even saying a word. Can't even get a word out with him getting just booed out the arena. Bro, it's just so fucking lovely. And I love every single second of him getting booed. It just fucking works <laughs> and, and and just thinking about it just thinking about him getting booed after pinning Cody Rhodes bro you cannot you cannot tell me you cannot tell me that's not the best idea bro you cannot tell me that's the best idea and and obviously let's let's be honest bro let's be honest like just just to go off topic for a little bit. Every every person, every person at Judgment Day except for Rhea Ripley is in the is Money in the Bank uh pay per view. Finn Balor is going against Finn Balor is going against Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. Like Damian Priest is in the Mister Money is in the uh, Money in the Bank ladder match, and then Dominic Mysterio is going against uh Cody Rhodes at Money in the Bank. You know how fire that's going to be for Judgment Day. Like think about it. You know how fire that's gonna be for the judgment day, bro? Like, obviously, Damian Priest, you know, getting his ones with everybody. And like, just just to be off topic again for a little bit, like if you if you looked at, if you have, if you have not looked at uh the Mr. Money in the Bank card, like you know do you see everybody in there? Ricochet, Shinsuke, Escobar. Um like gun like why I say Gunther, Pete Dunn, aka Butch, Damian Priest. That is Black and Gold NXT Mr. M- like a uh, Mr. Money in the Bank match. Like literally, everybody that's on in that card, bro, it's on that card, is from Black and Gold NXT, and it looks I know it's gonna be fucking fire. So I know this match is gonna be fire as a motherfucker, too. Like, oh my God! Just thinking about it, bro. I don't know who's gonna win this match. I really don't, bro. You got Escobar, Ricochet, Shinsuke, like LA Knight, Butch, Damien, Black and Gold NXT Money in the Bank ladder match. This match is probably gonna probably be the match of the night. Just think, just looking at it, it's gonna be match of the night. I know it's gonna be match of the night. But I know just, just, but now just going back to what I was saying about Dominic Mysterio, bro. Dominic is going to be having a, is going probably gonna have a great match though with Cody. Cody's gonna bring his A game. Dominic's gonna bring his A game, and I know they're both gonna be fired as hell. Both of them, both like, so I'm sorry, both of them in that match are gonna be fired as hell, and they're gonna bring everything they have to that match. They're gonna bring everything they have to that match, and I'm gonna love every second of it as well too. Like literally. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. I really have no more words for this match. I really don't, because all I know have Dominic pin this nigga, have him pinned this, have have pinned Cody, and watch straight booze just coming, chime in. They'd be like, and oh, this is what you're gonna hear from the from the announcer. And your winner, Dominic Mysterio. And watch the boos. Watch the straight boos come in. Boo. Boo. And then Cody's going to be like, fuck, man. And then Brock Lesnar's going to be like, see you at SummerSlam, motherfucker. (laughs) Like, like, bro. All that is going to set up a great match for Cody and Brock. That's what he's going to do. He's going to set up a great match for Cody and Brock. <laughs> and I can't wait. I can't wait for that Money in the Bank match. And I can't wait for that last match between Brock and Cody. And I know both of those matches are going to be fire. Both of those matches is going to be fire, man. I, I can't wait. <laughs> I know that obviously mommy's going to help his 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 sweet Dom Dom win and and with a little help of Brock Lesnar as well too. Like uh, it, it's it's going to happen. It, it's definitely going to happen. <laughs> just just give us some time, bro. I know this build up for this match is going to be excellent. It's going to be fantastic. But watch, all you like. All I'm literally going to be waiting for that match. Besides, you know, all I see is Cody about to beat. You know, <laughs> Cody's about to beat Dom. All you're going to hear is. And I'm like, fuck. Well, it was good while it lasting. <laughs> and bam! <laughs> Causes Cody to lose it. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. I'm just waiting for that. I'm just literally waiting for that to happen, bro. But like I said, Dominic needs to beat... <laughs> Dominic needs to beat Cody <laughs> so Cody can beat Brock at SummerSlam. has to happen, and it needs to happen. All right. So I was on a, a Wrestling Republic's page, right, on Instagram, and they had a topic on, is Roman Reigns the greatest WWE champion of all time? And I'm going to answer this question for him. No. No, he's not. And I'm going to tell you why he's not the greatest WWE champion of all time. Yes, he has held the WWE champion along with the Universal Championship for many, many days. Um, over, I think, a little over, um, for like, four, I don't, I don't remember, maybe a little over 400-something days. And obviously, with the Universal title, over a 1,000, I think thousand and fourteen days for the universal title. I would say he's the greatest universal I will say he's the greatest universal champion of all time. That I can say. Greatest WWE championship champion of all time? No, no, he's not. Bro barely defends his title with the universal title. So how the fuck is he the greatest WWE champion of all time that barely defends his title? He's basically just like Brock Lesnar. When Brock Lesnar had the universal title, barely defended the title. We had the WWE championship, barely defended the WWE championship so bruh is not the greatest of all time if he has if he barely defends the wwe championship and on top on top and on top of that they're saying he's defending it or basically the undisputed championship on like on a, like on um a, a live like a, a live event against Rey mysterio so I'm just letting you know right now man like he's not really the greatest WWE champion. CM Punk is the greatest WWE champion of all time. Bro had three Bruh had a 340 40 I think it was a 343 day reign or 334 day reign. I don't remember which one it was. But the but the amount of defenses this dude had was insane. Bro had so much title defenses as the WWE champion at that time, that is the true. That is the true greatest WWE channel champion of all time. That's the honestly. That is no one. People can people can probably agree with me and say that CM Punk is the greatest WWE champion of all time. Cause that the the days that he held it for and the amount of defenses this dude had was immaculate, bro. It was insane, insane. I mean, there's some great WWE champions right along right alongside him. Obviously, Randy Orton. Obviously, Brock is on that list. John Cena's on that list. Batista, Triple H. Um, fucking um The Rock. Like Kurt Angle. There's so much like like Undertaker. There's so much great people on this list that has, you know, great WWE championship reigns. But Roman yes he held the WWE championship the longest but i won't say he had the greatest reign ever let's be completely honest man he barely he barely you know he barely defends it at you know pay-per-views including fucking raw like including on smackdown shows he barely defends it on any of those man like he basically only defends the title Along with the universal title on like PLEs only, like like Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania, um, Crown Jewel, not not probably not even like not even Survivor Series, but SummerSlam, like Money in the Bank, stuff like that, and also Backlash, maybe maybe Backlash, but majority of the time this man barely defends the title he barely defends the title if he wants to he'd be like i'm a travel chief i don't gotta defend this fucking title i'm this is gonna be my fucking title i don't give a fuck what you think it's my fucking title dude barely defends this shit like i said there's so much other WWE champions i would put before roman reigns like i said he's the greatest all-time to hold it for that long and and everything and you know surpassing uh cm punk as the greatest WWE champion I understand that, but he's not truly the greatest WWE champion. Just because just because you, you know, you held the Universal Championship for that long and you hold and you hold hostage WWE championship with it doesn't really mean you're the greatest of all time as a WWE champion. Yeah, you have the longest reign in history, and you know, it will keep on getting longer and longer because you're barely defending both titles. But it doesn't mean that you're you're the greatest of all time. There's so much people. Like I said, there's already so much people that could put greatest of all time before Roman. It just you know it just doesn't really make sense to give Roman the the greatest WWE champion of all time. It just no no the by by he's by far the greatest WWE champion of all time. Longest I could say I could stick by and say he's the longest WWE champion of all time but the greatest WWE championship of all time? Like, no. Like, there is some... I'll say there is, there's like, um... Like, obviously, with the WWE championship, there's, like, obviously a good, you know... There's, there's a good somewhat of him defending, like, you know, the WWE championship, along with the universal title. But when it comes, like... You know, when it comes to him just being like, "Oh yeah," I th- like no, no. Like he barely he. I think he has like in total twenty one title defenses with both titles. Well, sorry, he has like twenty. He has twenty title defenses or twenty plus title defenses with the Universal Title, and then obviously picking up at WrestleMania 30, um, 38 when he beat Brock Lesnar. After that, he's probably defended that title. In the past year, maybe if I have to have to guess maybe like what five six times since he held that title so yeah like i I wouldn't really say that he held it because I remember I remember he held it at at SummerSlam last year then he uh he yeah he defended it at SummerSlam. He defended against Matt Riddle on a, on a SmackDown, uh, on a taping of SmackDown. He defended that crown jewel, and then going into this year, he defended at WrestleMania, defended he defended at uh, Royal Rumble, and he defended at Elimination Chamber. So in a total, he has defended it in like in a matter of a year, five to six times. So he has not really defended that WWE Championship that much times at all not like he did with the universal title obviously but come on man like no like you gotta give it like you you gotta remember man like the long that he has that universal title and the wb championship he's barely defend he's barely defending that wb championship you gotta remember that you like you people need to remember that like i get it you know you know like Here's the thing, I get it for a day to defend like to defense rate defense ratio, but be, let's be real for a moment. let's all be real for the moment. who would he have faced? yeah, who would he have faced if his defense energy sixty days would have gotten him redundant, and people would like and people with that would be too strong because every time he defends the fucking title, like let's be honest, every time he defends the title. He almost loses. Almost loses the title. Every single time. But I mean I'm not talking about just the WWE title. I'm talking about the WWE and the, and the Universal title. He like he almost loses the title both like every single time. And then either the Usos or Solo Sokoa. Well, no. The Usos Solos or but, like the Usos. And then after that, Solo Sokoa helps him to like retain the title. Like, oh, God. Like, and, and also, I forgot also another pay-per-view. Clash of the Castle. He almost lost there, too. But to help us social so call, he beat Drew McIntyre. So, technically, that's like, what, six? Six places. Six, likes, like, six pay-per-views counting a, a live-tape SmackDown. So, technically, seven. Seven pay-per-views. He only defended the WWE title at that's it bro come on bro okay seven of no, six pay-per-views and one live recording of live taping of smackdown like he hasn't he doesn't he doesn't fucking defend that title as much as a lot of people think he does bro like obviously i love a fighting champion but after a while bro. but after a while a lot of people would not have cared about roman like winning at all, like they'd be like, oh yeah, they'd be like, oh, they knew like, oh, we're about to see a new champion, and then bam, so either the Usos come out or Solo comes out, helps him retain, and then one, and then he capitalizes, does a Superman punch, then does a spear, and then rolls him up for the one, two, three, and then this all you hear and still the undisputed universe. Champion Roman Reigns. Like that's that's all you basically really hear, because the dude all usually almost loses every single match because he knows deep down that every a lot of niggas can beat him without no fucking help. The Usos come in, interfere, bam. Superman Punch Spear wins every single fucking time. He is not the greatest WWE champion if he he has to get saved every motherfucking time. But he's a heel, so I understand that. But it gets fucking annoying to the point you have to cheat to win, but he's a heel, so it makes fucking sense. Like, I wouldn't really give him the title as the greatest... Like, WWE Champion at all. Like, I... No. (laughs) No. Universal, yes. WWE Championship, no. Fuck no, bro. Like I said, I'd rather pick CM Punk. CM Punk was a better WWE Champion than his ass. John Cena was a better WWE Champion than his ass. Randy Orton was a better WWE Champion than his ass. Daniel Bryan was a better WWE Champion than his ass. Kofi Kingston was one, too. Big E. Goldberg. (laughs) Like... Um, Kurt Angle, fucking Eddie Guerrero, rest in peace, fucking Brock Lesnar, and that's like hard to say. Brock fucking Lesnar Fucking Drew McIntyre Bobby Lashley. There's so much better WWE champions than fucking like than fucking Roman Reigns by far, bro. So much better champions, man. Like, no, you like you, like, universal title, yes, you can give him that title. He defended it a lot. You know, a lot of his matches was banger. A bangers of matches, bruh. He did it against Kevin Owens. I remember he beat Goldberg, Brock Lesnar. Um, there's so much other people that he beat. it, Like, beat Daniel Bryan, like, The Edge, John Cena, like, Drew McIntyre like there's so so much people and i mean so much people that is a better wwe champion than roman reigns by far this is not up for debate this is not up for debate the greatest champion the greatest w champion of all time that's better than roman cm punk hands down and then everybody else along like under cm punk basically but cm punk by far yes the better WWE champion of all time. Roman Reigns just barely holds the title, flaunts it around, and wins because of cheating. That's it. That's all you can really give that shit to him for. That's it. Everything else, like I said, universal title, greatest of all time, universal title. Yes. Better than Kevin Owens. Better than Goldberg. Better than Brock Lesnar. Like, better than anybody that, like, like, um... Better than anybody that hold the universe style, including fucking Braun Strowman at one point, better than the fiend, all them people. But better than Seth Rollins holding it, better than like Finn Balor holding it. Yes. 100 percent yes. I give I give him that. WWE championship though? WWE champion? No. Fuck no. Huh. Try again, world. Try the fuck again. Anyway, but the last topic I want to talk about. About Bray Wyatt, obviously, as you as you've heard, there's rumors circling around that Bray Wyatt is gonna probably make a return sometime around SummerSlam, and obviously they pulled him out of uh, off of a TV because they wanted either. Obviously, it wasn't really injury injury. It was more like they wanted to redo his character and come up with a better way to introduce Bray Wyatt because all he did when he talked. When he came back, which is talk, a lot of talking and not enough wrestling. And bro, barely fucking wrestled when he came back. I mean, I was hyped. I was hyped for his return. Don't get me wrong. I loved his return. I loved when he returned to the WWE. But he had, he cut great fucking promos all the fucking time when he came, when he returned to the WWE. But his first match at the, but his first match back at the Royal Rumble sponsored by Mountain Dew in that that pitch black match was fucking awful, bro that did not that set him up in a bad fucking way cuz we're like you come back, you cut great promos each and every fucking time. You introduce Uncle Howie, you introduce a little bit of the the 55 Funhouse as real life people, but you never pulled the trigger to reveal them. You never pull the trigger to, you know, create the faction, the White 6. You never pulled the trigger to, you know, reveal Uncle Howie And on top of that, you gave us one of the worst fucking matches back to the WWE against L.A. Knight. Yeah! Like, that match was so fucking garbage. When when they introduced that pitch black match at the Royal Rumble, and then you have him fucking have, like, wrestle, like, in -in glow-in-the-dark shit. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck kind of match is this, bro? This match is fucking garbage as fuck, bro. This match is so fucking terrible. Like, I don't know what type of match y'all was doing with that shit, but don't ever do that again. I understand what I'm gonna do is probably paying you lots of money, Bray Wyatt, and paying the WWE lots of money and paying you lots of money to, you know, to sponsor their stuff, to have, like, everything glow in the dark and everything. But there is so much botches during that match. That match was the worst match on, on fucking Royal Rumble card, bro. The worst fucking match, bro. Literally. The two matches... No, the three matches that saved that, you know, that match was the men's Royal Rumble, the women's Royal Rumble, and the universal title match. Well, the undis sorry, the undisputed universal championship match. That's the only fucking matches that saved that entire goddamn card, especially that pitch black match. Because that fucking pitch black match was goddamn awful. Worst way to introduce Bray Wyatt back being in WWE because getting cut for no fucking reason because they didn't know how to fucking were like do like work with the Fiend no more or work with that side of him the Fiend. And honestly, him he was supposed to have a match at WrestleMania, but they you know they pulled him from the match. Well, they pulled him from that card, and obviously Bobby Lashley he was supposed to go against Bobby Lashley. And you already know that how that fucking worked and how that happened, so yeah that wasn't really too good, and and now you know, I don't know what they have in store planned for for Bray White coming back, man, because they say that he might be back at SummerSlam in Detroit, so I don't know what do they have in there, like I don't know what they're gonna be thinking. I don't know what they're gonna do that you you probably for this you're gonna have to introduce the Wyatt sister or something, man, cause you were supposed to introduce that Y6 long ass time ago, and you never did. Put like Triple H never pulled the trigger. And I don't know why they never did that. That was the dumbest that was the dumbest thing not pulling the trigger on YX6. And they need honestly, they probably gonna have to do that when they when he returns, man. Have him return. Have him probably get in a great feud with either Brock Lesnar or um or Bobby Lashley do something along like along there and then have him like you can have him cut great promos as he do, as he does like as in like the maybe bringing back the fiend for maybe like some time ago like some like for a little bit but just to scare their opponent and then have him come out how, how he does now as the leader of the White six and then you can go from there but but how they're doing bray when he came back was fucking terrible bro the promos i had no problem with the promos just with him not wrestling and in him wrestling his first match to damn fuck bomb his match and then on top of that like him fucking helga we going through the of uh, the fucking i don't know what part of the, the the royal rumble stage he went through but the dude went through part of like I don't know. He was in the audience and he went through something and he didn't even go through the... He even, like, hit L.A. Night. He went to the side of L.A. Night and then the shit caught on fire. I'm like... The fuck is this? What kind of raw rubble is this? What kind of match is this, actually? Like, nah. That was the worst way to to introduce my man fucking Bray back, bro. Because I know, obviously, his next rivalry was against uh, Bobby Lashley at um was going to be at Bobby Lashley at uh WrestleMania but we already know that how that, how that happened. Obviously pulled from the card, pulled, you know, from you know Smackdown entirely to work on his new character, to develop a new character of of um of Bray because the one currently that he was working with was just not working out. It was just not looking right at all and I'm honestly I'm glad that they pulled him from um, from the card and from SmackDown so they can reevaluate his fucking character and do something better with his character because his character was just not it, man. His character was just not fucking it. It just looked goddamn terrible. Like, when he came back and how they're doing his character at that point, yes, but after that first match, that solidified him to be like, yo, I'm not really interested in what Bray has to say no fucking more. because It looks goddamn garbage. So... Look, I'm happy that he's going to return soon. They say he's probably going to maybe return at SummerSlam or maybe sometime later than that. I have no idea. I just hope that they can get it right the fucking second. Well, get it right the third time, I should say. First, yes, for his first time being back, get it right the second time, but let's honestly, let's be honest, getting it right the fucking third time because they they messed up. They messed him up after his first time when he left the company, when they when uh Vince cut him in 2021 he came back um in like around 2020 um 2022 <sighs> they built up his character and then had a, one of the worst matches of all in in Royal Rumble history and basically basically just saying like yo Nah, you suck as, as a fucking wrestler right now, Bray. And they did him dirty with that shit. And they pulled him from WWE again, but to take some time off so they can reevaluate and whatever they need to do to fix this character or fix the storyline or whatever they got to do with this man. And now he's going to come back a third time. And we want to see what the fuck they can. They finally did like what they did to finally fix this nigga because that shit was fucking garbage, bro. Like what y'all did to him the first time around was garbage. When he came back, don't don't do that again, bruh. There's so much other shit you can do with this man. Just don't do that again, man. But I'm but honestly, I'm happy to to hear that he's going to return soon. Don't like I said, I don't know when he will, but I'm happy and I can't wait what they see. I can't sorry, I can't wait what they're going to do with him and what his character is going to be like when he comes back to uh, WWE, when he returns to WWE again. But that's it for the today's episode, y'all. Thank you for everybody to tune in, listening to me, vibe with me, chilling with me. I fuck with it. I love y'all dearly. I love y'all that y'all subscribe to my channel. I love the like. I love pushing out this content for y'all. And I'm just happy doing what I love, doing what I'm <laughs> always enjoy doing. That is making podcasts and making podcast episode for y'all to enjoy each and every week. And you know, I mean, sometimes I got some I got some hateful comments that. People don't like what I post, but that's not really going to stop me, bro. Like, yes, like people, some some people say I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about when I'm talking about wrestling, but I've, you know, sometimes I'm wrong with some stuff. Sometimes I'm right, bro. Like, I can't be, you know, completely right 24-7. Sometimes I can't remember some matches that happens, bro. It's not my fault, but, you know, I still, you know, I love what I do. I love the content that I put out each and every week. I love posting on my YouTube page, and I love... Just bring content for y'all to listen to, and you know we can also can have debates about it and have friendly conversation about it, which it doesn't doesn't bother me bro I just I like just doing what I do and i'm it's not gonna stop for me like I'm always gonna go up I'm always gonna push to the top I'm always gonna be the strongest person, and I'm always gonna give y'all what y'all deserve but this is your boy Antoine t v two the host of organized Mess you can follow me across all social medias at organized mess um ODM official and you can follow me across all social medias on my uh myself accounts Antoine TV 2 and follow my YouTube channel Antoine TV 2 as well too I know I haven't really posted anything on there I know it's been like two years since I really posted anything on it at all but I will soon I just have to find the time to post regular stuff on it but um I will very very soon and I'll keep you updated and everything but Hope everybody has a great day. Hope everybody has a great week. Stay breezy, y'all. Well, be breezy, y'all, and stay safe out there.